Hey friends, Justin here. Just wanted to pop in before this episode and give you a little heads up. Um, did we even have a name for the podcast yet when we recorded this episode? No. Did we have a few sound issues? Sure. But did we have a great time talking about the first episode of season 12 of Real Housewives of New York? You betcha. So settle in as we recap New York here, and I hope you guys enjoy. And this is Justin. Welcome to our um, currently unnamed podcast. We have some ideas floating around, um, but we have not committed to anything yet. So we are we're recording the first episode without a name. How do you feel about that, Justin? Are you? Yeah, you know, I I like some of the names we come up with, but we'll nail yeah. one down, and it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm just yeah. excited yeah. to be chatting with you. I know, me too. So we are. Let, let's sort of dive into how who we are and how we know each other. So sure. um, I, like I said, I'm David. Um, I, I hail from uh, Madison, Wisconsin, um, which currently is uh, much chillier than I would like. Um, and um, I, my husband, Matt, and I live there with our two daughters, um, Madison and Kate, nine and seven. And we are currently in the throes of e-learning and all of the, the things that come with that in the midst of quarantine. Um, and um, I have always been, I don't want to say always, because that sounds as if that's been a really long time coming. But <laughs> I, I, I am a, a diehard Bravo fan um, and all things pop culture. And I met you. Um, well, actually, hold on. Let me back up a second. I want to know how, I want to hear, because we've not talked about this before we started recording. So I want to hear your version of how we know each other and see how it compares to mine. So introduce yourself and then yeah what your version of how we know each other is. For sure, for sure. You know, and I was wondering, like, do I need to dive back in on the Insta and see, like, what was the main thing that we connected about? Because we do right. have a few things in common. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, but yeah, Lots. my name is Dustin Hershey. Um, I live in Simi Valley, California. It's home of the Ronald Reagan Library. And I grew up Ooh. just the next town over um, in Northridge, um, famous for the Northridge earthquake in 1994. And... Um, yeah, I'm a California boy, but I have Midwest roots. Both my folks are from the Midwest. Okay. And I work in interior design with my partner, Mark. I live with him and his two kids, Ava and Jack. Um, we've been together for a little over four years now. And um, I love pop culture as well. And I'm a huge Bravo fan, um, especially the Housewives. And yeah, come to think of it. So I don't know if we connected over a Housewives thing or if we connected over a gay Christian thing, because both you and I have like, similar faith backgrounds. Our parents both yes. worked in the ministry. We both yes. worked in church life and yes. um, kind of both came out and, you know. I'm a hundred percent sure that we connected over the gay Christian thing. Okay. And, and then we found out that we had the housewives yes. in common. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I believe it was, and I know it was a social media connection. I believe it was a Twitter connection initially. Okay. Okay. Um, you might correct me if I'm wrong sure. here. I believe we initially connected over um twitter and then you know of course carried over to instagram yeah i actually got to see what your face looked like yeah and then you know as all good social media relationships do 
it then transitioned to texting yeah and then now we are actual like friends like you know not just internet friends we are friends like for real friends so yes the 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 like housewives connection came about very organically because i'm sure i was posting something about it on my insta stories and you commented and then i was like oh my god we are like the same person and (laughs) then we quickly realized that we had all of the same interests um different opinions you know we are our own people still but similar interests so that's how we got to know one another yeah um which i love because i think that's one of my favorite things about social media is um not i think it is definitely my favorite thing about social media is the connections um and i love the people that i've met via social media especially the people like yourself who i feel like have become genuine friends um and that's really cool and badass so I'm so excited um, to be doing this together. Um, yeah. We have no idea what this is going to be no. like. If anyone will listen or care, right? Um, but, but we have the time now, right? So why not? Right. So here's the thing. So we have the time, and we also have things to say. Yeah. And I feel like that's how you have to start doing, like what you do, right? Is it has yeah. to be for you first. Sure. And if someone else enjoys it and loves it, that's that's yeah. icing on the cake. Yeah. So we are here to talk to one another about like all things pop culture that we love. Yeah. And if it sort of like at all resonates with anyone else, great. We hope yeah. that it does. Um but we don't know. So yeah. and I um, feel like we should be telling people too when we're starting this podcast. Yes. Because we're coming to you in the middle of the COVID-19 yes. pandemic. Uh-huh. And that's why I said we have time now because we're both working from home. Life everywhere has been shut down. Yep. And we've had more than enough time to catch up on our favorite shows, <laughs> go back that's to right. old seasons, get yep. in, like into the weird annals of YouTube, right? And just really <laughs> go there. And why yep. not talk about it? <laughs> Absolutely. As, so we we take great inspiration and um, send so much love to our queens, Casey and Danielle. Of yes. And so yes. I will give I will give Casey Wilson full credit for um, penning the word pandy, which we have now adapted into our vernacular. Yes. Um, as we talk about this pandemic and where we're at, so yeah. in the midst of the pandy, we have time we started talking uh, well we talk about all of these kinds of things all the time anyways and we were like why not record it and see if anyone is interested in hearing listening to and engaging with these thoughts so that's why we're here um and i think where we decided to start with this is um with real houses of new york yes roni is back to save us all it is back to save us all thank goodness um i don't know if we have so we decided, you know, we are good friends and we do talk about these things on the regular. Um, but we decided pre-podcast to uh, essentially like not talk about our yes. thoughts about the premiere. We avoided the elephant in the room. Which was very hard to do because I've had lots of thoughts that I've wanted to share with you, but we decided to not do so. Um, so we're chatting um, for you to listen to whoever you may be. Um, and we have not done this yet. So we don't, we've not talked to one another about our thoughts. We've actually, I was very careful to, we sort of made a little outline for this. Um, I did not include my notes in the outline because I wanted this to be a very natural conversation. So um, I will say uh, to start with essentially, you know, 
Real Housewives of New York, what I do want to comment on before we get into it is, and we haven't talked about this either, did you see the promo that was going around on Bravo um, and social media, which, not the trailer, but the promo with the Roni song? Did you at all catch that? I'm putting you on the spot here. I mean, I'm sure I did because I watch everything that's there, but right. what specifically happened in this promo? Just well, it, so it wasn't, okay, so it was more of a, essentially, I don't know the specifics and I feel like I should know the specifics or I should have looked it up, but there was literally a song that- Oh, yes. yes. And it was very graphical. Yes. yes, yes. They took another song that was already there and changed the lyrics to it. Yes. Gosh, I should have replayed that before this. It yeah, it was great. Well, it should have been a number one hit as far as I'm concerned. Yes, yes. I listened to it and I thought, this is the song I would listen to again. Yeah. Like I would listen to this song. I would bump this song in the car yeah. and I would turn it up with my well, kids. Especially because I feel like the song came out at the beginning of the pandy too, yes, right? It did. It, it was what we needed. Did. It was the light at the end of the tunnel. It was right yes. there telling us everything's going to be okay. Absolutely. And yeah. if you have any connection to this song or the songwriter or the, the artist that recorded it, please reach out because I need to know where this came from because yeah. it was Genius. And also, the other thing that was interesting about the promo, not to dwell too much on the promo before we get into the premiere, but um, it, it was the first time that I've heard, and maybe correct me if, if you have a different experience of this, it was the first time that I had heard Roni referred to as Roni. Like, by Bravo. Yes. Officially. Yes. yes. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, this is the thing other people are saying yeah. too. Because the bloggers and the podcasters had already yes. been referring to it as that, but for Bravo oh, right. himself to actually take that name back and claim it like, well, yeah, it is. Roman. Especially because it's one of the only Housewives franchises that can do that. Yeah, because it just rolls most, off the tongue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Most of them only have one letter, right? Yeah. R H O A. Um, Beverly Hills has B H, but like that's not a word. Right? Yeah, or even New you know? Jersey. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't really yeah. make a sound, yeah. right? This was the one of the only ones. Um, that actually makes a, a, a sound you can make into a song. Yeah. So anyway, before we get into it, I had to at least touch down on that because to me, that was um, it, very memorable. And it, it yes. really set the stage for like where we're heading. Yes. And I loved it and I wanted, I watched it over and over. I listened to it yeah. over and over. I want to download the the actual track. I don't know if that's possible. I probably It's got to be out there. Or, it's got to be on the YouTube. It's got to be out there yeah. somewhere. Uh, on the YouTubes or on the, the iTunes. Um, but please reach out if you have any connections there because it was genius. Well done, Bravo, um, in, in terms of actually turning that into a song. So yeah. um, sure. let's uh, take a quick break here. And we're back. Hello. Okay, so um, we're gonna just dive right in to yes. Roni, um, and let's just sort of talk about where we started. Okay. Uh, first of all, the yes. opening scene. That yes, Central the opening Park, scene. That Central Park shot. Yes. Beautiful. And it's beautiful. Like we are back. We are Absolutely. home. It's all gonna be okay. I just. It was so amazing. Well, and here's the thing I will say about this show too. And I don't know. Tell me what you think about it. I felt like as I watched it, and maybe this is a bias, 
is this show shot differently than the other housewives? Because it almost like when I watch it, it almost feels cinematic. Like it feels and looks different. Well, they're all shot by different production companies. Right. I think all the shows naturally kind of do look that way. Right. And they all, and I understand the idea is that they all look different. They're like you said, they're all different production companies. But as I was watching this, especially noticeable in the opening sequences, I was like, this feels like a movie. It's like 2020, it, Dave. Right. <laughs> but it looks like it just looks so different than some of these other shows look. And I know it was so noticeable in those opening in those opening sequences. I, I how do you feel? Okay, so before we get into how the, the women feel about it, how do you feel about um the loss of Queen Bee? You know, it was, it was a huge announcement, especially that she dropped out on the day of filming. Right. Right. Which I didn't know that until like they like said that on their show. Did you know it was the day of filming? Yeah. I mean, from the reports that I read. Yeah. So that was really interesting. And, you know, Bethany is just even beyond what she's done just with her business, what she's doing with Be Strong right now. And even before the pandy too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just made such a name for herself in a good way. Yeah. Yep. So I think there's always just so much buzz around what's happening with her. The funny mm-hmm. thing is, um, in the time that the show has been off the last season and the new yeah. season coming back, I went back and watched some of the old seasons. And I watched those seasons that where Bethany was gone. And you know what? I loved them. Yeah. You know, it was Heather's season. Uh-huh. It was Carol's season. Yeah. Eva was there in the mix. And it was great TV. And I didn't miss Bethany. Yeah. Not to say no. that she's not great TV, but like the show's been fine without her before. No, and that's the thing about... about- Roni that I think is 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 interesting and different than maybe some of the other franchises as well is it can survive without her. Yeah. But my opinion is that she adds so much. And I will say okay. I I come to this with a huge bias because I will say without a doubt Bethany Frankel is my favorite housewife of all time. Oh, I think I would say that too. She is my number yeah. one. She tops yeah. my list. Um yeah. I just, I, I, I love everything she does. I think she yeah. is, I think she just gets it, right? She gets yeah. the game. She gets the show. She is. She says she, what everybody's thinking too, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And she's not afraid to. And so I, I agree with you. The, the Bethany, the seasons that Bethany was not a part of, I did not necessarily quote unquote miss her, but I miss her because I love her, right? Yeah, so I think these women are—I think these women are able to carry the show without her, yeah. and I don't think that's going to be a problem. I'm not worried about that, but I just love her dearly, and I want to see her on my TV. So I—that's my feeling about it. I was very disappointed, although not very surprised, that she decided to take a break again. I fully believe she'll be back at some point. Totally. I mean, I, I don't think she can stay away. Yeah. Um. But I was I was disappointed. Now I will say, having watched that opening sequence, it all felt very staged to me. And I and totally. I don't I don't like to do that. Where like I look like I I understand this is a reality show. There is some element of production here. So I'm not trying to like like sort of pull away or or, or be disillusioned from 
sort of the, the joy of what it is. But that felt so much more produced to me than anything in that whole yeah. episode of them like pulling up their phones. Yeah. And I mean, it was really interesting. Like it's the first yeah. time it's ever been acknowledged on camera. Right. Oh my gosh. Right. I know. 15 years of these shows. Yeah. So for and Bethany I, to be the only one that got the acknowledgement that says something. And there was that, a break in the fourth wall too. Yes. Right? And that was, that was one of the things that I noted down, especially was like, of course they started, they had to start by acknowledging that. Yeah. Right. Because She's the queen, right? Yeah. Like she is queen bee. And so like yeah. they had to acknowledge it. They couldn't just start without acknowledging that. Um, so I love that they did. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it felt so staged. And especially yeah. I think. Well, because the they all, you know, all of them already got the news oh, before the cameras got there. Right? So they're like, pick up your phone and look like you're just reading <laughs> right now. I, I mean, think the one that felt. Some the of those girls staged, are better actors than others. I'll tell you that. Well, that was what I was going to say. I think the one that felt the most staged to me was Luann. I felt like her reading the news reading in quotes the news on her phone yeah so fake to me i just i didn't buy it at all um i felt like that was she she was the least convincing but luann was one of the only ones that was honest turn ramona oh i know yeah she's gone and they're like they feel like they can shine and i feel like that's kind of true too because bethany is kind of heavy presence oh though i love her there's only so much you can do in the room with Bethany, but with her Absolutely. out of the room, you can well, do and I want. And I think that Lou and Ramona are the two that are probably the most excited to sort of step in front and yes. take, take the yeah. lead. Although, and, and we'll get to this later in the episode, the one yes. who does it the most is Dorinda, mm-hmm. right? Dorinda <laughs> fucking medley, I know, right? Um, <laughs> So let's let's talk about uh, the intro and the taglines yes. for this season, which is truly one of my, and I think a lot of people feel this way in terms of Housewives, but one of my favorite things whenever a new season comes is watching the intros, hearing the taglines, the reveal of the taglines, you know, usually happens on social media beforehand. So you have some sort of a semblance of ideas of sort of what's coming, but it's still one of my favorite things. I don't care whether it's episode one or episode 21 of this season. I love watching it. I love seeing it all. Um, What were your thoughts on um, the intro and the taglines this season? You know, I think... I love coming out strong is our newest player, Leia. Like yes. I will just get to her right away because she's got, I want to say probably one of the top five taglines of all the shows mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah. And she's just this new nobody for all we know. Yep. Right? She's yep. so strong. She comes in with the confidence and we buy it. You yep. know? And I can just tell from the tagline alone, she's going to have a great season. Yes. And she's here for more than one season too. I hope, so, yes. yes. Yeah, Leah's tagline, I may float like a butterfly, but I sting like a bitch. <laughs> like So good. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. And I think, so what, what's interesting to me about taglines too is I feel like there's always, you, you just never know what direction they're going to go. Right. And I'm also very fascinated about taglines. And I, I have seen different reports and seen things on social media that have like led me to wonder um essentially i don't know maybe you know we've not talked about this but in in terms of taglines you know i think that they workshop a few options oh totally now yeah and then maybe even they don't know what option makes it to air until right i'm sure they film a few options yes yeah yes because i've even seen i don't know if you've seen but i've seen like prior to seasons airing i've seen like nini leaks for example like on instagram asking people for ideas 
And well, totally. Yeah. You know, even the, coming up, you know, Beverly Hills comes out next week. Yep. Yep. Loren is bitching about her tagline. Oh, says, I know. I don't right? want the stupid tagline. Can I please mm-hmm. change it to something else? I know, right? You know? And it's just so funny that A, she's bold enough to like make that claim <laughs> and tag right. Bravo in it. I know, right? And B, think like production's already done on those first couple episodes. There's no yeah, way it's they're not, it's something not during changed. the pandy and get no. some. But whatever, yeah. she's making waves. She's getting attention. A hundred percent. No, yeah. and I think of, for Roni, I think my favorite was, I, you know, it was hard. It, these were, it was a mixed bag for me. Mm-hmm. But I think I really, really loved Sonia's. Yes. I liked the lifestyle. So much growth, right? Because yes. actually it's true now this season. Yes. Like I she's know. got I dresses in stores. Yes. She's got high end, low end. She's not talking about it like she's been doing for the last five Absolutely. or six years. There's products right. there and she's making yes. money. And I think my least favorite mm-hmm. was Lou because it was just too pre- it was too predictable. And it, it was a cabaret, too- even though I'll go see it. But don't oh, talk about yeah. it anymore. No, let's just be done with that. Yeah. Um, my, another comment I wanted to make about the intros, not about the taglines, but about the intros. Why, why were there no new looks or videos for the intro, like with yeah. the women? Like I saw them in the in, like in their little like intro packages prior to their um, whatever their s- scene was later. Mm-hmm. Like I saw they had new looks and they had new little you know, twirling intros, I guess it's what you call those. I'm not sure exactly what those are called. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure they have a technical name. But but all of the, like, opening looks were from last year, except for Leah, of course, because she wasn't there. Yeah. Everybody else's was from last year. Like, why did yeah. they not update those? Like, why did we I not... I feel like that has to do with the budget, looks? you know, and the production but had, companies. But they had the budget to, to do that because we right. saw it, right? And they had new yeah. images, which were totally badass, except for right. Leah like high pony which was in my opinion too much um uh, <laughs> reaching it was yes it was <laughs> a lot it was a lot to take in yeah. um but yeah i was disappointed they didn't get to update their intro looks yeah. um especially because clearly they did some sort of video intro updates because their little tags before their scenes were updated looks yeah it doesn't make sense to me. No. Either. I mean, it's not like they didn't have the time to edit it. So. Right. But you and I don't do this in other cities too, right? Right. Where you yes, see I things don't recycled understand. and it's like, this has like been three years here in the intro. Why aren't we getting an updated look? I don't understand that at yeah. all. And I will say I am so, this is not about Roni, but I am so grateful that they updated Potomac's oh, look they had to. and promos. Yeah. Oh, I cannot that. wait to dive into that in May. Oh that my God, I know. Wild. I'm, yeah. I'm dead. But, but, but no, I, I think of all, like, Roni is so established. Like, it just was like, oh, it why is. are we not getting new? I don't know. I, don't, I would love to know what the thought process yeah. and the creative process is behind coming up with all of that. Yeah. Um, because I don't get it. It doesn't seem yeah. to be consistent to me. But all that to say is, um, I got chills watching it, not gonna lie, and it makes me giddy, and I will gladly watch, I'm like, I am genuinely bummed when I watch a Housewives episode, and it's like a continuation, and they don't do the intro, right? Yeah. You know how sometimes they do, like, to be continued in the next episode, they pick right, it up. And we, yeah, we don't get taglines. go right into it, yeah. and we don't taglines. I'm like, I know I've not heard these 16 times, <laughs> but I, I need to hear it. Like, that's a, this is a part of, of the experience for me. So that is, I feel like that, that 
I was so grateful that we got that right off the bat, first episode. We got to see it all, loved it. And um, I, I, yeah, so uh, for me, Sonia was my favorite, Luann, least favorite. I also yeah. thought Leah's was fantastic. I agree with you. She yeah. came out swinging, so. Yeah, I will say real quick too, yes, please. Um, you know, Miss Ramona, because even in the promos, before we get to the scene saying, I don't need to find love, I love myself. And we know she is one of the thirstiest bitches. Of the oh, God. You know, which is fine, you know, just don't. It is fine. But, yeah. Also, that doesn't feel like a tagline to me. No, 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 it no. I think it just sets her up for failure for the whole season. To well, be. it does. It yeah. absolutely does. But it yeah. also doesn't feel like anything, like, it just feels like a sentence. Like, it doesn't feel yeah. tagline-ish to me. So I agree yeah. with you completely. I yeah. thought not only did it not feel like a tagline, but it also felt like a total lie. So. Yeah. I mean, whatever, you know, helps for sleep at night, but it, it, it was not, to me, it did not land the way that I think she probably hoped that it would. Yeah. So let's talk about that first, um, well, not the, you know, not the very first scene. Obviously, the first scene was with Bethany, the Bethany News, but the first scene post taglines yes. with Luann and Sonia at the courthouse. I mean, Lou uh, is now finally done with probation. Oh, what has this been God. two years? Oh, uh, it feels like much longer, but yeah. It has because she's talked about it for <laughs> much no. longer. I mean, with production in real time, I guess it's really been about three years. Yeah. Right? Well, right. And what I will say is like, here's the thing it feels like it's been forever. I'm so glad we're going to hopefully move on from this. But what I yes. do love, and, and I will say this, I think I would say this like very confidently. I think what I love about, about these women is more than any other franchise, I feel like these women actually are friends. Totally. Like, I feel like they hang it's out outside of filming. filming. Yeah. I feel like they actually support each other. Yeah. They actually you care can about see, one another. Yeah. Cause Lou and Sonia go back way before the show. Oh, you can see that in yes. the scene. Right, and that that yeah. felt like to me that hug and that that yeah. that, that sandwich bite. Oh my god, that sandwich! <laughs> that was the best part of the scene. I don't oh. know if it was a bagel, a pretzel, a sandwich. I don't even care. Is the top comedian of television right now? Just with and these she moments. knows what she's doing totally, and she does it so well. Totally, she does it so well. But I, I love the support they have for one another. Yeah. I love the way that they show up for each other, and yeah. I believe that it's genuine. I truly believe that it's genuine more than any of the franchise. Yeah. I think that they really, really like each other. So um, what do you think about in the scene when Lou was going on about how all the girls were horrible to her during that time? Ugh. I mean, you is know, she still not getting it? She's still not getting it. I mean, yeah. even when she said, what did she say? Like, I hit the bottom so I could rise again. I, yeah. If I could have rolled my eyes back any further in my head, I would have, because it's just like come on like you're not she's not getting it she's not getting i don't think she's getting the problem i don't yeah. think she's getting that she's the problem i don't no. I, it doesn't feel like that any of this is landing for her she's in not self-aware like, at all and all the girls have talked about that my favorite thing about the scene when sonia and her confessional or interview i guess they call them now interviews um, was going on a, a, like her list of grievances with Lou and she ended yes. up with the truffle fries. And oh, we God. remember the truffle fries while right. Lou's in Miami staring at her picture at the theater while the rest of the girls are waiting for their damn truffle fries. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. And I, but I will, you know, like you said, I, all of that aside, I, I, I love seeing them show up for one another. Yes. Know that Sonia's going to eat her, you know, bagel, whatever, behind her back. But that doesn't mean she doesn't love her. 
It doesn't no. mean she's not going to no, be there. Of course not. And I mean, here's the thing. I mean, would Nene Leakes show up for Candy's court appearance? No, she no. would not. No, yeah. I, I don't believe that she would. So I think that's, and I, I, I hesitate to say that out loud because I, I'm terrified of Nene Leakes. And in a good her, way, right? <laughs> yes, in a good way. But heaven forbid she ever hear me say those words. I don't think she would. But yeah. but but I I I really believed that they were there. That Sonia would have been there, whether it was they were filming or not filming. I think yeah. she would have been. Totally. So I think that I think that's what was my biggest takeaway from that opener. It was like, here we go. First of all, with the Lou drama, but second of all, here we go with the true camaraderie of this cast and these yeah. women. So, yeah, which I, I love and support. Absolutely. Totally. So from the courthouse, we move to the boxing studio and we finally yes. get to meet our oh new girl, God. Leah McSweeney. Yes. Which, yeah. okay. So I told you that we talked about this recently. Um, I am one of those weirdos who like, as soon as any sort of rumors or announcements are made, I follow these women on social media. Yeah. And I find them so that I can start to get an insight into who they are. So I have been following Leah for a little bit. And I don't say that to be like, oh, I'm so great because I've been following Leah. I say that just to say like, I felt like when I saw her on screen for the first time, I had a sense of who she already was based on what I had seen on social media. And it felt very like consistent. Like I felt like, okay, who I'm seeing. She should be in a boxing studio. (laughs) Yes, right. It it was tracking for me. Now here's what I will say about that. Tinsley, if we're to believe that Tinsley essentially brought Leah to the show. No, but you've heard, like, why Leah's really on the show, right? Well, I don't know if I have. Tell me what you know. Bethany is the one who brought her to the show. Oh, okay. So I did not know this. Yeah. So then when Bethany dropped out of the show, they had to find a way to connect Leah in. So they made her Tinsley's friend, whether Tinsley had met her already or not. Yeah, but Bethany was really the one that brought Leah to casting. Interesting. Well, okay, yeah. so what my initial thought was going to be, if we're supposed to believe Tinsley brought Leah to the show, I don't think that bodes well for Leah. No. Because Tinsley is clearly um, on the outs of this yeah. group. Yeah. Uh, so it was a little bit hard to buy, and especially when Leah's, you know, uh, essentially her little graphic said Tinsley's friend. Yeah. I thought, oh God, it's not a great way for her to start out this season. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I was disappointed that that was the person they chose to pair her with, whether true or not. I thought, oh, Leah, like, you know, you deserve a better intro than being Tensley's friend. That's it, totally, totally. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, in that, like, they are the closest in age. And Tinsley does come from the fashion world and Leah's in the fashion world. So there could be a connection there, but I feel like they're opposite ends of the fashion world, right? Oh, Like you go to Leah's website and not to knock it, I'm sure she's making the money, but it's nothing that Tinsley would wear, right? No. It's all these t-shirts with sayings on it and everything. And it's not a Marquesa dress. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. No, 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 no. It's nothing like, yeah, I agree with you completely. And I also you know, in regards to their supposed friendship, I think it was, it felt a little far-fetched to me. Mm-hmm. It felt very staged. So yes. it, it makes sense that you say that she came from the cloth of Bethany. And I can't believe I did not know that, but I did not. Yeah. Um, that makes way more sense to me than that, that totally. Tinsley brought her in. I will say about Tinsley, 
is she looking overly thin to you? Because I don't know, to me, she looked super skinny and like not in a good way. Ah, like, you know, I, I didn't pick up on that. Looked, I thought Lou looks like overly thin and maybe that's because she's dried out and hasn't been drinking as much. I don't true. think she ever went totally sober. I don't no. think anybody believes Lou went totally sober, especially no, 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 since no. she got caught a few times, right? Correct. But, you know, yeah, no, my first impression of all the girls was that Lou looked overly skinny. I didn't notice Tins that. Yeah, I thought in that, maybe it was just that scene, maybe it was what she was wearing, maybe it was yeah. the lighting. I, I mean, don't I don't think we've ever seen Tinsley's midriff once. No. So that was no. a new look. Yeah. And those, bra- that, those braids were not working for me. I did think, yeah, I thought Tinsley looked a little skinny. I thought she, and I, but, but I mean, if we are to believe, or, so at that point in time, was she, she and Scott were not necessarily together, right? No, because Tinsley goes on to tell us about her new yes. boyfriend, Bruce, also right. from Chicago, right. with three children and two ex-wives. Right. And she treats the three children like her dogs, and it's been great. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I'm wondering if there's a connection there, right, between her looking a little emaciated and also her separation from Scott. Sure. You know, I mean, I understand so that in the end, she ends up with Scott. It's right. all out there. Right? Spoiler alert. Um, Spoiler yeah. alert. They're engaged. So, right. So, but I wonder if that's like part of it, right? Like yeah. she endured this really rough breakup um, and she's just a little bit undernourished at the moment. I don't, I mean, they're sort of like boxing for like, you know. What about that boxing coach? Whatever. Very handsome. <laughs> Very handsome. I don't believe they did anything more than 30 seconds to, to no. you know, maybe two minutes of that. Yeah. But it was an interesting place to do a scene. It was. It was something <laughs> fresh and new. And at least something it new. was consistent with who Leah is, right? Absolutely. Like, you can yes. look at who Leah is, you look at the space, and you know it's not just for the show. Like, it's actually no. part of her life. Right. right. Yeah. It, felt, it felt authentic. It felt yeah. like it tracked. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Diving back in, Leah then tells Tinsley that she just sits at home working on emails and masturbates, right? Well, and was that the scene where she says, my pussy's on hold too? Because I wrote that down and I just thought... Okay, so Tinsley was talking about her boyfriend, Bruce, from Chicago, right? And then Tinsley's like, are you dating that guy still? And Leah's like... No, I was coming home from a great European vacation. I asked him, how's your divorce going? And he said, oh, it's on hold. And she said, oh, my pussy's on hold too. Which I thought that was iconic. Oh, totally. You know, Leah's coming out arms, swinging. Yes. Like she is here to stay. Totally. I thought that was a really strong opener for her. And then we transition into a much, very different sort of scene when we move uh, on to Dorinda and John. Yeah, and you know, and I feel like these scenes are tough to watch too, because again, we know the future. Yeah. Just like we know where Tinsley's going to end up. We know where a lot of these ladies' relationships stand. I know. And before the season came out, we knew that Dorinda and John were at least on a break or not together, right? Correct. Right. And what are your thoughts on Dorinda and John as a couple? Are you into it? You know, I've never liked John from the beginning. I thought he yeah. was just kind of slimy and grimy and not right. a good influence on Dorinda. But, you know, for Dorinda, for the time that she was in, like her husband had died and it seemed like she was just right. in a 
season of wanting to have fun. And John yes. was able to do that for her, right? Right. But I don't felt like, I never felt like John fit in her life, you no. know? No, I didn't either. Yeah. I, I do think, I think what I appreciate about Dorinda and John and what I appreciate about Dorinda in general is yeah. I think, I think she is very age appropriate in a lot of ways, right? Yes. I think we've talked about this, or I've at least mentioned this. I remember saying this about her, her in the promo image, like the the prom, like the big promotional like group shot that came out. I thought she looks like my mom, but she's like my mom's age, so like yeah. that's actually okay that she looks like my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel that way about her and John. Is it like okay, like this is a guy who, you know, is not like doesn't have washboard abs is not no. like stepping off the pages of GQ, but he, and I feel age- like John lost some weight this season too. He right. Yeah. But he feels age appropriate. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he feels like, okay, like she's not trying to be Ramona or and, Sonia or you know, Sonia and date for these you know, college guys are 30 something. Yeah. He is literally dating a man who's like her age. Sure. And so I did appreciate them that about her and about them as a couple is it seemed like, they fit together yeah. Uh, in terms of their age. I will say um, I loved Dorinda's first confessional look. The shimmery nude oh, sort of thing yeah. was the only look that I wrote down and like remembered other than the weird barrette thing in Sonia's hair. Um, I, I thought she looked... Wait, what's... Hold on to... Like, now that you mention it, what's going on with Sonia's face oh, this season? Did she I come in with fresh work and it's still settling? Or... Sonia's beautiful. Be. I feel like she's stunning. one of the most beautiful housewives out there. Stunning. Yes, stunning. And, you know, and now in the pandy, she's stuck in know. isolation somewhere, right? Just juicing along. And she looks yeah, beautiful. But there's something about these few looks that we've seen put out this season already. And I'm just like, what is happening or what already happened? I, well, and that's why that's why I think Dorinda's look stood out to me is, and I'm yeah. not a big fashion person, right? Like I'm not a guy who really notices those things. A lot of times, I really those sort of like that sort of goes right over my head. But I in that, I thought she looked really good. Um, and I also will say the other thing was the whole conversation with John. First of all, felt very staged to me. It did not feel yes. like it was all that genuine. Um, but I, I really stood out to me when she started talking about her relationship with Lou and she was talking about, Oh, you know, it just sort of went off the tracks. And then immediately, I think I even said this out loud. I was like, thanks to you. Like I, it just, it felt like, like she was sort of just talking, but not taking any responsibility for her role in their relationship, like deteriorating. And it really, I feel like she has a big part in that. Right. I mean, yes, we know that Lou is like so full of herself, but, also, Dorinda is just relentless. Totally. She's think, a dog with a bone, right? Yeah. And I think... And go back and go, playing off the dog thing too, you know, her saying she's a dog and John's a cat and oh she God. lets John burn his hand and talking about how John's <laughs> there like nursing her back to health. Oh, God. Broke a rib while she got drunk off her ass and was dancing with Carl Presley, right? And then she says she's spending too much time with John. Like it's already like painting towards the future. And she's like familiar, 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 I can't say the word. Familiar, <laughs> familiarity breeds contempt. Like she's yeah. already sick of John, right? She's so always, all but that's things. always been the way it's been, which has been so weird about their relationship too, is it's like, yeah. oh, I don't see him that much. We don't live together. Yeah, she's always you know? kind of talked down about yeah, him. Yeah, right? she really has. And I, I feel like he deserves better. I don't know. Totally. But I feel like she does too, which is weird because I feel like they both can do better. Yeah. Um, but I like them both in their own sort of weird ways. 
I do think that Dorinda doesn't take responsibility much. Um, I think she's always quick to sort of divert the responsibility and push it onto someone else. Um, But it's always very interesting seeing their homes because I feel like unlike, I mean, I know we're talking about New York City versus, you know, Atlanta or Beverly Hills, but like they're very humble abodes. Totally. In comparison to some of these places that we see. And And even the way they're decorated too, right? Oh my God. Millions of dollars. And I'm just like, what is I feel like Dorinda is I mean her taste is very questionable. Totally. Right? Although Bluestone Manor, I love. Yeah, yes. But I feel you like know? in general her her taste is is yeah. fashion, I mean, decorating, all of it. All of the above. It's a yeah. little I I don't love it. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But I, I you know, it was it was good to see her and John together. It was a little bit sad, like you said, just knowing where we're gonna end up. But I, I it does feel like it, it feels right to see them together. You know, even yeah. if we know it's not going to last, it feels right. So I don't know. I enjoyed that, uh, seeing them together. All right. So next we come to meet Ramona at the bar with some of our longtime friends of Roni. We got Missy there. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows Missy. Missy's that blonde that's been with Tom. She's been with Harry. She's been with all the guys in the Upper East Side. And then we have this new friend of Elise there, who's supposed to be like the new Barb this season, I guess. She's the new friend of for the season. She goes yep. on some more trips with the girls. And Elise has been there since the beginning, too. Like, if you look at some of the really early seasons, Elise is there in the background, whether she's mm-hmm. credited or not. So yep. I feel like it's going to be interesting to get her backstory and see what's going on. Uh, but Ramona's got her very complicated vodka soda that she's got layered and orders with the bartender. Oh my God. Um, he meets one of her neighbors there, some new guy that lives in her building, right? And <laughs> introducing him to the girls. Um, and then what I will say about Ramona. Sorry, not to cut you off before no. you go on to the next thing you're going to say. Say what you will about Ramona Singer. Sure. She does not age. Ageless by Ramona. I just don't... I, I don't understand. And it does, it looks real. Like it doesn't look like some of these women, you can see the work, right? I look at Ramona Singer and I feel like she, I can't see. Like I can't have what she's having, right? (laughs) Right. Like what is she doing? And I'll have some of it too, because she looks phenomenal. Her body is amazing. Her face. I mean, she just looks really good. I mean, I don't know how, how old is she really? Do we have She's a, 63? And right, I think I a lot she, of it has oh to do too God. is just like her personality. And she's yes. just one of those people that doesn't stop moving. You right. Know? So, and you know, you better use it before you lose it. And but friends, let that sink in for a minute. Ramona yeah. Singer is 63. It's wild. Years old. It's yeah. wild to me. She might be the oldest housewife on TV right now. Is she really? Do you think I she mean, is? think about it. Think of the cities. Think of the girls. I think Ramona might be the oldest. And if she is, like, she's... You would never know. Work. No. You would never know. No, what no. do you think she's like in real life? Oh, horrible. Yeah. I believe every I horrible so thing, every blogger, every housewife, every... I think so, person too. said of her, I think she's rude to her fans when she meets them in public. Yep. I think Did she's you read rude to about, the other housewives yep. from other cities. Because you read about the whole thing with Giselle, right? Oh, with Giselle, with Dolores, oh, God. with Margaret. Like, she's, I think she is just not a good person inside. I but don't I think either. She's yeah. I think she's let f- fame 
totally. get the best of her. And, and then, I think she was that way from season one too, because you can oh, see you she was trying okay. to climb up the social ladder yeah. in New York and what, 12, 13 years later, we're still here and she's still doing it. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. Well, and here's the thing too. I, so at the time of recording, I watched um, Sonia on yeah. Watchmen Live with yes. our, our girls, Casey and Danielle. Yes. And she, she was asked at one point about, you know, sort of like, how does she deal with like Ramona's bullshit, basically? Mm-hmm. Like, how does she continue to p- continually put up with it? And her thing that she said was basically like, you know, I just let it, like, I don't even like think about it anymore. It just sort of like rolls right off my back because that's just Ramona, right? Yeah. And I think it's just so interesting how she has just sort of become this sort of character, even with her castmates. Totally. And they don't even hardly take her seriously anymore. No. And I feel like Um, the friends that she does have in real life outside of the show, it's got to be the same way. Like, if you're going to have Ramona in your life you got to take her for all she is yes. and there's good there I'm yeah sure good. well i mean i don't know <laughs> what it is but sure i there's got to be right yeah yeah um but let's can we please talk about the meltdown oh like my let's talk about the meltdown i don't even know where to start i mean that was iconic in all the wrong ways and it's <laughs> that's exactly played. what i wrote down was iconic yes yeah, yeah. but you know it's going to be turned into a gift you know what it already is a gift it already is. It yeah, already is and it just going back to like her tagline from the season, like not needing, you know, a man for love. She loves herself or whatever. And then here, not five minutes later or 20 minutes into the episode, she's, she's saying, I him. want a man to hold me, to love me, to yes. want to be with me. Yeah. And while choking the, through her dry tears, because there's no right. water there in her eyes. There is no water there. No. It's in the middle of the bar. Yeah. And also, it felt like a 12-year-old, like, it felt like a thing I would, like, I would hear my nine-year-old doing, right? Like, it, it completely felt like a nine-year-old, like, uh-huh. but the other thing that was wild about it was, she bounced back so fast. No, the moment somebody else came into the conversation, she was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, <laughs> ready to play, hell? because, like, what meltdown did you just have? No, it was, it was a fake meltdown, or, or it was an alcohol-induced meltdown, because it right. was... She she jumped ship from that so quickly back into the conversation. Yeah. And that was the wildest part of all of this. The meltdown itself was iconic, but the fact that she transitioned out of it so fast and so yeah. easily yeah. was just... I mean, that just shows you she's a veteran of reality TV, right? She's been there for over a decade. I mean, she knows how to play the game. She deserves an Academy Award for that performance. It was so... Because that's what it felt like it was, a performance, right? Yeah. Like it felt like she needed Elise's sort of like sympathies. Yes. You know? And so she decided to, which again is a thing my nine-year-old daughter would do. Right. Yeah. And needed that sort of from her. Yeah. And she got it. Yeah. And then she was able to turn the page. Yeah. It was wild. I am excited to see what the Ramona coaster is going to bring us this season. Cause I know this is just the first little hill we're going to go down. Yes. You know? <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. Yes. I mean, and yeah. that's the part that they, I think they show that in the, in the trailer. I mean, that is. Oh yeah. No, like, they're going to milk that little yes. five second clip for the rest yes. of the season. We're going to see it for the but, next 20 weeks. But I didn't think about until you said it, the juxtaposition of her tagline. Yeah. And then. Right. <laughs> in episode one. Later. Yeah. 
she's saying those words. It was just wild to me. But then, so then we transition into sort of the Leah of it all. Yeah, Leah's getting her own scene right now. She's not yes. a friend of anymore, right? Oh, no, no. She's got her own scene. Yeah, so she's down in the village with her daughter, or down in Soho. They're going to get coffee yes. with Kiki. Um, Kiki. Yeah, Kier. Um, but her daughter, and she's cute, isn't she? She could be she's a very model. cute. Yeah. And here's the thing I will say about Leah too is Leah is, I mean, Leah's striking. She's like, beautiful. She yeah. is beautiful, but not just beautiful. She has like, she's one of those women who like you would look at, like if you walk next to her. She's like, got like, like cutting looks. That's yes, what I would say. Like very she much cuts so. through a crowd yeah. in the best yeah. way possible. You right? would walk past her on the street and yeah. you would like look, you would notice her, right? Yeah. Um, what I will say though is don't, you shouldn't never say that you're soulmates with your child. Oh, and, no. It was so... Yeah, that was red flag number one. So, so problematic yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. And I just, it made me a little sick to my stomach. I love my children, but I, I would never say anything about a It's just, just inappropriate on so many levels. And so just scary to think about the trajectory of that relationship. Yeah, well, hopefully she's saving feels. some of that Bravo money for therapy later. <laughs> Well, no, for therapy for her or her daughter, which one? Both. I mean, yeah, Both. Please. I mean mostly the daughter because the daughter's the one's going to be mostly affected. Oh my God. Her, right? I know. But... I just, I feel, but I will say, I, I love, love that she's BFFs with her baby daddy. I think yes. that is. No, that's sweet. It seems really admirable healthy. and healthy yeah. and. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love. And you kind of want to root for them without seeing a picture, right? Because you know 100%. the daughter's beautiful, so the dad's got to be hot. Yeah, or, or well, and I just three nights a week. Like, what do we need yeah. to do this work? Well, and I love. I just I'm all about like a healthy co-parenting relationship. Totally. I think that's always what's best for the kids, and I love that she has that, and that makes me respect the hell out of her totally. for being able to cultivate that with him. However, that happened. Um, always already tells me that she is a she's mature and she's able to sort of like handle her business and yeah. do what's best for her kids. So loved it. Um, problematic the soulmate comment, but I love I I stand for um, someone who has a good relationship with their kids and yeah. with their. No, she seems like a great cool. mom, like yes. and that they have a great relationship and she's able to talk to her in middle school. Yeah, the worst times for like. Oh my god, time, I wasn't right? talking to my mom in middle school. No, so no. yeah, no, Leah, no. she's doing it. Yeah, yeah, and then we transition into uh, Sonia's apartment, which again, <laughs> I harkens back to the comment I made earlier about Dorinda's apartment. Yeah, what the hell? Well, you know, I've heard rumors that this is actually Sonia's daughter's apartment that her oh, dad got her. And okay. then when Sonia had to leave the townhouse, you know, because okay. she's bankrupt and everything, she yes. lived with her daughter. And now that her daughter's at college, Sonia just lives here full time. But I don't think it's really Sonia's apartment. I don't think she pays for it. I think I don't I mean, know what she's going to do when her daughter gets out of college. If it is her apartment, I wrote down, I literally made a note as I was watching mm-hmm. it. Is she a hoarder? Because it feels very small and very it is small and i remember too when she she first moved in there she was talking about all the design she wanted to do yeah and she had ramona over there or one of the other girls and talking about how she wanted to paint a whole room pink or something yeah. and it just made me think song is not making these choices her daughter's no, making no, no, the no. choices you know which is which is fine but I felt very claustrophobic during that scene. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, I felt well, like... It's in a great neighborhood. She's right on the corner of Central Park. Okay. I've been in that part of the Good city. Good for her. I love it. 
Um, so she's in a great little neighborhood, but yeah, it is a tiny space. It was a tiny space and there was a lot happening in the tiny space. Yeah. Like there were a lot of items, there was a lot of furniture and it was- oh my gosh. It, well, just the first thing too, Sonia or Ramona comes in with her dog who we thought was all dead. Coco's still kicking, Which she right? even said that. Coco's here. She's still alive. Like, <laughs> right. Right. And then Sonia goes into this monologue about yeah. getting a concussion falling down, yeah. knocking over a hot dog cart, the hot dog man having to pick the cart back up. And we just freeze stuff. right past it. Yeah, no, Ramona does not even acknowledge it and no. says, you're, um, you're not even talking about what's happening right now. Your daughter's gone. She yeah. left for college. You know, and it's like, if we can just freeze past concussions. Oh. <laughs> well, but here's the other thing. That scene to me felt a little bit like a throwaway. Mm. But... The thing that saved it was the dogs humping. Oh, the dogs humping every 30 seconds. I mean, first of all, yeah. I, how, how? Like, I just, I don't, I don't How understand. did Coco not die? We know she's how beyond did, menopausal. She's 20 correct. years old, right? Like That seems just absolutely cruel. And Marley was just going for it. To allow that to happen to Coco at her age. <laughs> and... Then just to keep, like, it just, like, Marley was in, just absolutely incessant upon just continuing with it. would not let up, yeah. He would not let up. And they were just unbothered. You no. know, they acknowledged it, but, you know, well, it's fine, well, you know. He's fixed, I, right? It's, they I take just, out his thing, right? I was, oh, my, I, that was so disturbing to me. And really, if it weren't for that, that whole scene to me was just pointless. Totally. I mean, it, there was nothing there, really. There was nothing we learned. There was nothing, there was no real development there. It was more right. just establishing, you know. Except that Ramona goes to Jingle Ball. And I don't know well, if that's new news or not, but. I don't know if it is either, but it, you know, it's worth sort of putting in, in our cap for later because I feel like that, that could come back around. But mm-hmm. the dogs were disturbed. That was disturbing. It was just, it was too much. And I really feel, I just, I felt for Coco in that setting. Uh, not that I've been in that setting, you know, but I, I just, I felt bad for her i just thought oh this poor girl um someone should save her and i was just disappointed that ramona did not you know she just let it happen yeah um so i you know that there really is not much else to say about that as far as i'm concerned but you know we did you know sort of where we end up essentially at the end of this iconic premiere this big episode is at this party Yes. Um, Dorinda's hosting a party, an end of summer party. Yes. And she, you know, she's very, she's feeling very confident in herself because, you know, she even, she says right off the bat, you know, let's face it, I'm the entertainer of the group, which, you know, I I mean, I I don't necessarily know that I disagree. I mean, she is sort of the one that seems to facilitate a lot of, a lot of their get togethers. You know, Um, I guess the only thing that comes to my mind, though, is the Berserkshires, and I'm sure there's more. But there's not other things coming to my mind in Dorinda's tenure on the show. That well, but facilitate. I mean, that does take up a good part of our season. So, yes, I mean, that's true. She, she gives us three or four episodes. Right. But she's not hosting trips. You know, she, I mean, if right. I was anybody, the host of the group was Bethany. Oh, Dorinda wants to come in and claim that title now. I guess she can, but she doesn't have to tear everyone else down during oh. it, right? She goes no. to the girl in the cast and just talks about how they're not a great host and all the Well, and especially when she talks about, I loved when she, I think it was in her confessional when she said something like, Tinsley, who would she invite? Scott? 
<laughs> and I, I just thought that was, I, I did. I mean, it was, that was such a good burn because I mean, let's be, I mean, right. Like, I mean, yeah. she's not wrong. She's not. Um, but also the British stylist, I just thought he, Oh, he's great. Luke, right? Really? I thought he needed to stay in his lane. I was like, who, who is giving him airtime, first of all, to have all these opinions? Oh, he's been on all these other Bravo shows. He was originally on Ladies of London, and he was oh, like... See, I never like, watched Ladies of London. makeup guy, and oh, he's been on okay. other shows, so he's not just like, this isn't his first foray into Bravo. Okay, well, yeah. I guess that makes a little more sense. I did not have that context, and yeah. so I was watching this scene thinking who are you and why do you have such strong opinions and why are we seeing so much of you? Sure. It just, like, it felt like a lot to me. Like, I just Although, he had what a- he did with Dorinda's look, I thought that was one of the best looks she's had. Really? Oh, I loved oh, Minus the tan. The tan was way too much. Oh, the hair. The, looked, oh, the hair was... The, the, the suit, it was, no. The I problem is when Dorinda gets her hair done like that, she can never redo it herself again. She always she's always like a ten or a one. I never which is which is fair. I think that's fine. You know, these women are are on TV for a reason. They yeah. have glam squads. They have the the resources to be able to fund that. But I, I I did not enjoy it at all. I thought it was I I will go back to what I said earlier. It felt age appropriate. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it felt like okay, this is the way that she should be looking at her age. But I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was, I, to me, it, it, it felt like it aged her even more than she already was. Oh, okay. And I thought that, I, I thought that the hair was just, uh, it made me uncomfortable. Hmm. I, and I... Well, Dorinda made everybody uncomfortable for well, on, of right? Of course. And she, but I did love, I loved, I think this is in the promo, the trailer as well, when she said something about like, you know, we're not cocktail party talkers. We're bad bitches. Yeah. And I loved that line. Yeah. I thought that was so good. Yeah. And set the scene for this party hundred percent. Like yeah, just, I feel like that's one of the lines till they're going to use throughout the whole season. Right? Oh yeah, as yeah. they should. That was yeah. a great, great yeah. line. Um, yeah. So we obviously differ on the on the the appearance, which is fine. We we can do so. I have no uh, <laughs> problem with having okay. different opinions on that. You know, but I I think as we sort of start out here, yeah. Um, I my first uh, impression was. Um, William. Can oh, William, about- Ramona's friend, right? Ramona's friend, William. Oh my gosh, magic in his jeans, William. Very handsome. Now, Although, how you- I, wa- I want to know too. I mean, these these women look great, but how are these women in their sixties landing guys in their late twenties, early? Because 30s? they look great, and because they're on TV. You think that's what it is? You, yeah. These guys are Bravo fans, or no? I don't think, a minute no. on TV, or yes. Okay. I think I don't. I think yes. I think it's. I think there are these. Okay. Some of these people are fame whores, but yeah. I also think you look at Ramona, as we just talked about earlier. She doesn't look like she's in her sixties. No. So no. I think some of these guys are probably genuinely attracted to her because yeah. she doesn't look her age. Yeah. Um, so Sonia and Leah are chatting with William and then Ramona comes in and completely does not even know. Oh, yes. Right? No. I don't know if it's because William was there with a camera or if she just didn't want to meet Leah officially yet because it was her first thing. But you see Ramona look at the girls, look yep. at the camera, and she's like, I'm not doing this now and goes to find Dorinda, right? 
Right. Well, yeah. also what I will say about William, did you, again, not to pull in too much from an outside source, but a, another thing that was addressed on Watch What Happens Live with Sonia about William, did you watch, did you see what she said about William? Or did you remember what she said about William? I did watch the Watch What Happens, but I'm yeah. forgetting. I, I know she Andy basically said, tender. yeah, so she, they, she was asked about William and the consensus was, apparently he had his zipper down and so he was too easy right for sonia so she's a challenge that's what she said <laughs> so she did not hook up with him um but i don't know if i even believe when sonia says she doesn't hook up with somebody no i don't either but just like but yeah i thought he was very handsome and they did keep cutting back to him so oh yeah as they should as they <laughs> as they should yes yeah um but no, yes. So we, the the Ramona has no self awareness. She never does. She never will. No, so no. clearly, yes, absolutely ignoring everyone else. Um, yeah. But then also, like, can we talk about Le- Leah ordering a Red Bull? Like, right, at a right. Party? It's not even vodka. And no, it's supposedly just a straight Red Bull. Yeah, and she says that she doesn't drink, even though I feel like in before this point we saw that she started drinking six months before this right which was a good call before signing on to this show let's totally right you gotta get your toes back in the water but for her to like play to the other girls that she's sober now is she doing this because she knows luann is sober and is trying to buddy up to her i don't know because she already talked about losing her passport losing her brand new purse right by the way who cares i mean maybe i'm the weirdo but who carries their passport around when they go out i think if you lose your id you take your passport yeah so i think she either got her id taken away or she lost it oh okay that's a good point because i was gonna say i certainly don't carry my passport when i go out yeah it's hard to remember the days when I used to go out because yeah. it was like it was so long ago <laughs> um, now that we've been quarantined. But I never bring my passport with me. So that yeah. was a very odd sort of, but, but you're probably right. She probably did get it taken away. But yeah, the, 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 the ordering of the Red Bull was... Oh, intensely not even cheersing with her unless there was a no. drop on there, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very, very uncomfortable. But then we sort of like essentially Lou meets Leah. Yeah, and it was sweet. And- it was sweet, although yeah. the I'm I'm Lou improved line was like oof. just I don't know who's writing Lou's lines or who's like it, approving yes, them or the whatever. Thing, yeah. It feels like someone is writing lines. Yeah. Because she, she's there's paying no the way, wrong person. There's no way Lou I mean, come on. Luann de la Seps did not come up with that on her own. She did no, not. No. And it's certainly not on the spot like that. I, I just I don't believe it for a second. So, I'm Lou and improved. I'm Lou and improved. That was so cringeworthy, but also so, just so. I mean, it it, it just it was so on brand. No, oh, it speaks to who Lou is. <laughs> oh my totally God. on brand. Yeah. Well, and then so then as we sort of like, I mean, I agree with you in the whole like, you know, yes, it felt like a sweet sort of introduction. What I what I am curious about, and you probably have more insight into this than I am, because clearly you have. I mean, I feel like I read a lot of news, but you have a lot more insight than even than I do. What I want to know is in a situation like this, and we see this in a lot of other franchises. So Leah, this is her first episode, her first season. She's showing up to this event. We're led to believe this is the first time she's met all these other women. Do these other women know I'm meeting a new full-time cast member? 100%. Or do they, Production or, is telling them that. Okay. Yes. So they, so Luann is knowing, okay, this woman is going to have a, is going to have an apple. She's going to be in the, like, she knows that. Well, it's not- okay. Maybe 
I think they know someone who's joining the show, whether it's a friend of or not. This situation's a little differently different because Bethany bowed out. If she was just right. introduced to the show and Bethany was still there, I think it might have been more iffy. But also, I think, you know, when they did the promo photos for the season before, Barbara was there. She filmed right. the promo photos with them as a full-time housewife. Right. For whatever reason, Barbara didn't end up being a full-time housewife. And there's other girls that have done this in other cities, too. Of course, yeah. So, I don't know. I think from, you know, going in, people know generally what's happening. You know, because there's all this outside minutia happening. Yeah. You know? Well, and that um, was my biggest question in yeah. that in that whole sort of, like, awkward like introduction yeah did everyone in that circle know we're meeting a new cast member or I think not because so, leah's on the call sheet you know okay even though it's reality they still have call sheets of they course still have filming times you know who's showing up to film a scene and yes i think they do and i think that's going to play into how these um ladies can you know start to treat leah throughout the season yeah. Well, because like she's the new girl and don't know anything. It was like yeah. I knew she's coming on as a cast member. Well, because and, I think that's the thing is like it it can't. I mean, most of the time, I'm sure there's there are situations where this wasn't the case, but most yeah. of the time, when you add a new cast member, it is very much like they are they are added ahead of time they're not added after the fact right like it's not like oh hey leah meshed well with the group let's add her as a as right a, right you gotta film all this stuff right she so, was added before so yeah. they have to have yeah i mean that makes sense and i feel like they sign contracts before filming yes. starts because a lot of time filming right. is held up because contracts aren't signed right right so right. i think yeah i think it's all there like okay i gotta know so that, what's even weirder though for me too is leah coming into this group you know she's mm -hmm. a fan of the show of course she's aware of the show especially yep. if she's coming in as a friend of bethany now a friend of tinsley yep her too in the next scene when feeling giovanni comes on queen, and for her to sit in her corner just kind of like i don't know and then you see in her interviews like what's giovanni Oh, and then she Google looks it. up on her phone. Oh, no. it's a fashion brand. Come on, girl. I don't believe that. I mean, the second. thing that I loved about Jersey is the two new girls on Jersey that they've gone through their second season, they both admit they were fans of the show when they came on. There was no pretense about it. They both were aware about it. They knew who 100%. the girls were. There was nothing yes. fake about that. And for no. her to come on and be like, well, it's Giovanni. I mean. No. Didn't buy it. Didn't no. buy it. For it was second. funny. I mean, of all the acting on the show, did she deliver it with a straight face? Yes. Oh, 100%. But the mask yes, just does I mean, not what equate. About it. it does not right. add up. Yeah. Also, Ramona dancing to Philip and Giovanni made me so uncomfortable. It, it felt like, again, I feel like I keep throwing my mom under the bus, and I truly love my mother. What's but it felt name? like my mom's name is Wanda. Shout out to you. Wanda. You never listen to this because she doesn't know what even housewives are. Oh, Heidi's but, not listening to the Cedars. <laughs> okay. Well, but it felt like I would, if I were watching my mom dancing to yeah. a song, that song, that felt like what I was watching and made me that uncomfortable. And yeah. it was that awkward. Yeah. And I, I just, as much as we just talked up Ramona for how great she looks and how, you know, much she's clearly attracting younger men. That for me was a step back. No, I mean, it, there's. You should not. I, be I do think, life. as great as Ramona looks, there's going to be moments we see throughout the season. Oh. With a lot of the ladies, like, they're just starting to show their age. I mean, they've been yes. on TV for over 10 years. They started <laughs> in their 50s. Oh, the dancing and, like, was the so The cracks are starting age. to show. You yes. Know? 
I just, I, I think that's interesting I, too. I agree. And I feel like then what we sort of cut to after that was then Leah and Lou bonding over jail, which to me was not the best look. <laughs> well, you know, I think for like what Luann's gone in for all the girls and all the girls to have whatever yeah. they had with Luann and Luann back and nobody ever seeing eye to eye. Mm-hmm. And for someone to finally come in, even though Tinsley went to jail too and never could connect with Luann about that. Yeah. But for someone to finally come in and talk to Luann in a way, and maybe it's because Luann's off probation now. Right. The walls are down a little bit. Maybe it's just the right time, but I thought it was kind of a sweet moment for them to bond about it and be like, yeah, I obstructed justice. I hit a police officer. But it was almost <laughs> felt like this weird one-upping about something you should be one-upping about. <laughs> sure. And that was what to me was like, oh, not a great look. Yeah. And then in the midst of all of that too, I know you touched on this earlier, but then we sort of like end up basically like seeing Leah's clothing line, which to me was not great. I mean, I don't know if you've logged onto the website. It's just, it's high-end Forever 21, in my opinion. <laughs> and I didn't go beyond the homepage. Oh. Uh, Forever 21 is bankrupt, too. Let's see if it makes it through the pandy. Who knows? I, yeah. But oh. I, I didn't look at the website. I just, yeah. what we saw was tragic. Yeah. It but was, you know what? She got it after a cop bashed her face in and she uh, was able to launch her business. And if that's taking care of Kiki. But is it a successful business? I don't know. The, the other thing, too, that I've heard is now on all the franchises, when anybody signs a contract with Bravo to do one of these shows and they have a business, whether yeah. they're launching a business or bringing a pre-existing business on, they have to agree to give Bravo a percentage of that business. Really? Because they're getting, getting free advertising. I yeah, did not ever know since that. Bethany that took sense. off. And you know, there was a lot of, you know, other businesses, whether you want to talk about like Lynn Curtin's Cuffs or the <laughs> right. Wives Wines from the OC. And or the, or Sheree's, uh, you know. Her joggers, which are the joggers here yet? I don't know. Oh, because they have taken a break on production. Because, because of, of the pandy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So I heard this that, you know, that's part, and I think that's smart on Bravo's end. And I think yeah. that's interesting too to see what kind of people are attracted to that. They think yeah. they weigh it out and be like, okay, if I go on now, and what sort of people we're losing too from these shows, right? Because right? Right. maybe there's some great personalities that want to be part of the show, but they're like, you're not getting part of my business. Right. Right. You know, so. I mean, I don't know. I just can't believe that Leah's business is really doing all that well. No. But I, yeah. <laughs> there was a, it was just a lot of animal prints and a lot of... And like, just sort a lot of, of like, sayings, too. It was a lot of sort of like chunky, like sort of like... It just... It felt... It felt very Tiger King to me. It oh, sure. That's timely. Like, yeah. It, well, timely, yeah. But it just not just the animal print, but just sort of like the overstated nature of it all. Yes. It's just very in your face. Oh, very in your face. Yeah. yeah. I, did, I did not love it, but um, I think I, essentially where we leave the episode then is like Dorinda, like tearing Tinsley a new one, which seemingly comes out of nowhere. It's so out of left field. I guess Dorinda's still carrying a bone from the last Ugh. season. You know, because she did clearly. do that at um, the reunion, right? And yeah, I, I guess I didn't think about it that much to think that she would pick that up. And I don't know I if didn't either. Dorinda thought like, if Bethany's not here, someone's got to stir up shit. Or if there's a producer in her ear being like, you know, we got to have the alpha in the room now or something. But something it, just did not seem right. It felt desperate to me. And I totally. think 
I, what I'm worried about, though, is that it's going to be an overarching theme. Oh, no. Dorinda's our villain for the season. Yeah. It's, it's been named. It's ready. And now Which we I don't care that like she... I don't care. I think she fills that role well. What I don't love is that this is the thing she's harping on. Because right. to me, this doesn't feel like this has legs right. at all to right. last season. And also, like, okay, look, I get where she's coming from in so many ways. Because... If you are literally giving your like whole life to the show and you're showing every piece of it, it's understandable that you feel like your cast needs to do the same. I mean, yeah. that's why so many people were pissed at Lala on Vaderpump for so right, long. Right, with Rand, yeah. Like, she was holding things back from filming. Yeah. Sure. And they were like, hey, look, we give everything to this. Yeah. We show every part of our lives and you're not doing the same. It's not fair. So to me that feels like maybe that's partly where this is coming from for Dorinda and I get that because if I were in Dorinda's shoes I'd be like dude you've got to pull your weight like I'm doing this you're not doing this like you this is part of the gig but past that I don't know what her beef is like you know and I feel like it too like with Tinsley I just feel like she's not that deep I think Dorinda get into the nitty-gritty and I feel like what Tinsley's giving is what's there and that's not to yes. say anything bad about Tinsley. And I think like right. with Scott, the nature of their relationship really was off and on. And she right. probably didn't want to, sh- like if they broke up the night before and she told everybody that they broke up and they're talking two days later, she probably doesn't want to share that until she yeah. knows like she's a little secure in that, right? Oh, right. Well, so, and I think, you're, yeah. I think you are, you hit the nail on the head in terms of like, I think she's giving us what she has. The problem yeah. is it's just not a lot. No, it's not. But I think uh, that for whatever reason, some of these other women don't think that she is giving all that she has because it's not a lot. And so they assume she's holding something back rather than just assuming that like she's giving all that she has and it's just not very much. Well, the or only one that it seems to really bother too is Dorinda. And I don't know if that's because she's got her own issues in her relationship or right. she's unhappy in her well, life. Well, I will say again, I, I know I keep, referring to the watch what happens live episode with sonia because it just aired again yeah um in conjunction with the premiere but um sonia seemed very salty about it as well when she was questioned that's true about how hard dorinda was on tinsley sonia was very much like look i've known tinsley for you know 20 some years and she doesn't really give a lot and she's very disconnected and I've not heard from her and she doesn't talk to us. Yeah. We don't really know what's going on with her. Yeah. And so, I just, I think that's how Tinsley is with the I relationships she has on screen and off screen. I do too. And so yeah. clearly she's not a part of the inner circle. Yeah. And I think that Dorinda feels a certain way about that. And so yeah. she is going in on her. I don't know why she wants her to so, so much to be a part of that. Like I would think that as an alpha, she would be, like fine with someone yeah. not pulling their weight because then essentially she could like sort of say push them out yeah. but for whatever reason she wants so badly for Tinsley to give some sort of effort to all of this that she feels like she should be giving that she thinks she's not yeah and I, the, at least that's to me that's where it feels like and I feel like that's gonna be a thing we're going to have to deal with for a long time this season. It's going to be interesting. It was a great I'm not thrilled about that. (laughs) Oh, it was great. Yeah, Yeah. it was absolutely great. It also felt like, I think as we talked about previously, it felt like it went so fast. Yeah. 
you know, like it, it did. Like so much happened and it yeah. flew by. But yeah. I think that's what we love about this franchise in particular is nothing can be happening and it's still so good. Right. And we're not going to be stuck on something stupid like Puppygate for a season, right? No. These ladies, they have an issue in one episode. They're done with it by the third episode. Yep. They moved on to the next thing. You yep. Know? yep. And I think part of that is because they do have deep ties, deep yes. relationships. There's real history there. There's real history there. And they can do that. And I think that that's why we get what we get from them. And that's why we love them. So okay. Okay. I, I, I loved it. I can't wait for more. I'm also... Yeah incredibly excited about Beverly Hills coming back. Ugh, we're um, living in the best of times and the worst of times, right? We are. And I know, here's the thing. People give Beverly Hills a really hard time. Sure. Understandably. Um, but, and maybe I'm just the sort of perpetual optimist when it comes to these women and these franchises, but I believe the best and I believe they will give us something. Well, we're getting the all-stars back this season, right? Yeah. I mean, in that yeah. promo, we got five or six old housewives yes. pop up again. And I'm ready. Even if it's only one episode, I'll replay that episode. Just... Eileen, Brandy, and uh-huh. Faye all uh-huh. show up in the, in the, the trailer. They're all going to be there this season. And in addition to the full roster that we have this year, yes. I am ready. Yeah. And I, I cannot wait. I think that you know, Beverly Hills is always a slow burn, right? Yes. It never, it never starts off, you know, but that trailer gave me chills. The ending of that trailer with- Oh, you're mad. The Lisa and the Denise of it all at the end. That was acting. That was an Emmy performance right there. Oh, it was so good. It gave me chills. I, I'm, I'm excited about that. And of course, what I'm even more excited about is that we have to look forward to in less than a month is Potomac. I, I truly don't feel like I have words. I think I texted you when the, the day that the trailer came out yeah. with just like lots of caps and lots of exclamation points. The editing on that trailer, right? Oh, that trailer. Yeah. Oh. And that's the thing. These women are, are giving us everything on and off screen. Like we, mm-hmm. this has been ongoing off screen. Like we've been reading this in the news. Totally. We know that this is coming. Totally. And then to see little clips of it playing out in a trailer, to me, I mean, it just was everything I needed. Like, and it, like, I think you had said this in, in, in our text conversation, so many things to unpack in a trailer. Yeah. So many things to unpack. In two like, minutes. Where do we even start? Yeah. Like, we'll have I to just, do a whole podcast just on that trailer. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Well, and I, here's the thing, what I love about it and what I'm thrilled about for Potomac, and then I'll get off of it, is I have loved them. I have, I have loved all of them, but I, mm-hmm. to me, I love that they're finally getting their moment. Like I yeah. love the Potomac yeah. getting its moment. They're rising to the level of the OG, right? They are. You they had are. Potomac and Dallas kind of hanging out in the background as like the second rate cities. Oh. And right now they're up there with New York. They're up there with Beverly Hills. Yeah. They're well, Potomac is, I don't know. Yeah. Dallas is, I love Dallas, but I don't. Oh see yeah. It. That's what I mean. Potomac it's is at that level. Uh, Dallas, Potomac. we're going to have to see what happens. Potomac um, is a hundred percent. And also I'm yeah. a big rating sort of like sure. and buff. Dallas is nowhere near where these other no, women. It'll be interesting together. to see if and how they pull that back together. Yeah. yeah. I hope that they can yeah. because I do love, I do love them and I love me some Stephanie Holman and I don't want to let her go. Oh, we got to save her at all costs, right? We have to save her at all costs. 
but the Potomac, yeah. So we have some exciting things to look forward to. Um, Hopefully you all have enjoyed our ramblings and our... um, I was going to add one thing. If you have something else to watch during the pandy, during this quarantine... I found Tinsley's first reality show, which I don't know if you know about this, David, but it's called High Society. It originally aired on the CW um, in 2010. It was supposed to be like a reality gossip girl. I just binged the thing today. It's only one season, eight episodes, 30 minutes. It's on YouTube, totally free. There's not even commercials in it. It's funny because there's old promos that pop up from shows for 2010 CW. But it's Tinsley and this cast of characters. It's right when Tinsley divorced Topper. Her mom, Dale, is a main character. Her sister, Daphne, is a main character. And it's Tinsley had just moved out of her apartment with Topper. Um, and got in a loft and she's designing purses and it's like this kind of page six drama. Oh my gosh. A lot of it seems scripted, even like when Tinsley's narrating it, because it's her show. Okay. It's so scripted though, but it's fun too. And it just gives you a lot of Tinsley's backstory, I feel like too. And like coming from her whole thing with Topper, which led to her whole mess down in Florida and getting arrested and where we have her now today back in the city. So yeah, check it out. Again, it's called High Society. It's on YouTube and it was originally on the CW. Yes, that's amazing. I I vaguely have heard of that, but I did not know it was her show, nor did I know it was that readily available. So thank you for that recommendation. Um, Especially again, very timely given what we're talking about. Yes. Um, And yes, thank you, Justin, for... um, the opportunity to chat and ramble about these things that we love so much. I think what we want to accomplish with this podcast is to talk about stuff that we find interesting. Again, hopefully other people will also be interested in our sort of uh, thoughts. We don't intend to just talk about Bravo. We would love to, uh, and and plan to talk about other things in pop culture yeah, as all well. All the pop culture, classic yes. pop movies, yes. new things, yes. All the things. But yeah. um, but we started with with what brought us together For as sure. friends, which you know, close was closely related to as friends was which is Bravo. So we had to start there, of course, and we will continue. That will be, of course, I think what what is most important to us and dearest to our hearts. But um, there are other things that we enjoy that which we hope to talk about as well. So um, thank you for listening. And um, we hope to uh, do this again soon. And uh, hopefully we'll have a name yes. sooner than later um, <laughs> that we can also attach to this as well. Sure. Um, and yeah, please reach out if, if you want to hear us talk about something specific or if you have questions or thoughts, uh, we would love to hear from you. So thanks, awesome. Justin. And, Thank you, uh, David. Until yeah, next time. Absolutely. Until next time.